Welcome to the Christmas edition of the Bets Podcast. Joining us today is myself, my dad David, my wife Brooke. Today we'll be talking about Christmas movies we watched over the past month. Talk about our favorite Christmas movies, maybe some favorite Christmas memories. And we might have a little special reading for you at the end of this podcast. So what was your favorite movie that we watched? Oh, I don't know. I liked Christmas Lunch. I did too. Started out sad. They got sadder. <laughs> then ended happier. <laughs> I like that one. We also watched Christmas Comes to Willow Creek. The Duke Boys. That was good. Um, the Santa Claus. Can't go wrong with that one. Uh, and then what one too did we watch last night? Um, we watched Naughty or Nice and... Snowed in. Yeah, yeah snowed, snowed in, in Christmas. Those are your picks. They were. They were in Indiana. They were. I took offense when they badmouthed Indiana. Only us can badmouth Indiana. <laughs> Only us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we speak real good around here. We do. Real educated. Um. So, what other favorite Christmas movies you guys have? Die Hard Count. I mean, we could debate for years. Yeah, we could. We even call yeah, Bruce. Maybe he'll help us. I've never actually seen that movie. Neither have I. Me neither. So it doesn't count. No. Mine's the Polar Express. Tom Hanks trains. <laughs> what about a Christmas story? The Christmas story is good. You finally watched it for the first time with me. I think last year or the year before. Oh fudge. Nuh-uh. Oh. We said that we were going to, and then we never did. No, we did. You fell asleep. Oh, well, then apparently <laughs> we need to watch it again. It's a good one, then. It is. <laughs> you probably showed it to me on a night that I was already tired. When aren't you tired? Yeah, well. It's on for like 24 hours straight on Christmas Eve. So. It is. I guess we need to watch it. We also have the DVD, and it's on other streaming platforms we have. Yep. But uh, let's talk about some of the movies we watched. Start with Christmas Comes to a Little Creek, the first one. What did you guys think of it? I liked it. I did too. It was a good movie. Especially Bo Duke looking like Keith Litley. But it was the 80s. I had a hairdo similar to that. Pulse of perm and... <laughs> Story for another day. I liked it because it kind of gave the feel of those two had a fallen out and they had to, you know, play different characters. Yeah, they had a fallen out. The guy stole his girlfriend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you feel about stuff like that. I wouldn't be too happy about that either. <laughs> you know, kind of like when you steal my cookies. How is that the same? I could have wanted the cookies. Although the girlfriends I've had, people could steal them. I wouldn't care. <laughs> Um, then we watched The Christmas Orange. So we did mention that one a lot. I saw a rose that was in that's in a, another Christmas movie. I think it was on Hallmark. Christmas made to order or something. Hmm. Well, I wrote down two movies that uh, Edward Herrmann was in. Jamie Farr was in a Christmas movie with uh, Ed Asner, if I'm correct. Ernie Borgnine. Er, Ernie, yeah, Ernie Borgnine. You didn't watch it, though. No. Then why tell him about it? 
Ooh, I had a we <laughs> we watched a couple other Christmas things without yeah. you. We didn't watch those two. <laughs> well, we were going to watch that one. Clearly, the screen says Christmas movies we watched. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you mentioned Polar Express, and we haven't watched that yet this year. No. <laughs> And we didn't watch Christmas in the Clouds. And and how many parts does Tom Hanks play in the Polar Express? Was it seven? Yeah, six or seven. Yeah. The conductor, the little boy, the parent, Santa, the hobo. Yeah, I know. He could have played the train, too. Yeah, for all I know. He's, he's that good. <laughs> um... Brooke, talk about the Christmas movies we watched last night. You know, discuss them. You know, talk because like... you've been doing such a fantastic job <laughs> at discussing them. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want me to say about them? The plot, who's in them, how you found them. Oh yeah, because you've done that. <laughs> <laughs> you see. Anyway. Not... Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> The girl got a naughty or nice book from Santa Claus. Yeah, because her name was Chrissy Kringle, so she got all of Santa's mail. And she used it wrong at first. Yeah. She did. No, but there's... how we all would have used it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not whether you're naughty or nice. It's you're naughty and you're nice. There's two different lists. Some of us just land on the nice list on the first time. Some of us have to apply to be on the nice list. That's supposed to mean. <laughs> means you're on the naughty list. So I filed an appeal. Uh, 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 appeal. <laughs> That's the word. <laughs> Why in all those movies do they fall in love with dorky guys, though? I mean, the chiseled good looks. Who goes for that stuff? Beats me. I mean, they all have the same plot line, so to speak. Hard times. The Miami Vice, Don Johnson beard. <laughs> that was in Snowed In. What's that movie was? And that's where the real Santa Claus lives. Yeah. Apparently in Santa Claus, Indiana. Yeah, that's where the setting was at. Never been to Santa Claus, Indiana? Yeah. I have it. A couple times. I have it. Have you? No. No. There's an amusement park there in there. Yeah, yeah, Holiday World. It's not better than Wally World and Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Which I've never seen that movie. Although I did look but it that's up. Just that's just vacation. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> I did look it up when we were watching the movie last night. The inn in Santa Claus, Indiana is not called the Winter's <laughs> Inn like it is in the movie. Just because I was curious. Well, there's a whole bunch of... That's the word I'm looking for. Inaccuracies? Well, that. But, um, like, rights and stuff, they have to sign oh, off on and probably yeah. don't do that. Then we watched one of my favorites, The Santa Claus, with Tim Allen. Uh-huh. That's, I think that's my favorite of the three. The first one? Yeah. Second one's not bad. Third one. Then we kind of started the miniseries, but we're not going to... For those of you who couldn't see, he did the kumsay kumsaw with his hand. <laughs> <laughs> then we kind of started the miniseries, but we're not going to discuss that. Ruin it for people who has yet to see it. Yeah. 
what, there's six episodes when we watched the first two? In the first season, they renewed it for a second season. Of course, Tim Allen and Anthony Christmas is good. Just all the home improvement episodes. <laughs> Favorite one, Wilson's to judge, or the other one where he has a roller coaster going over Wilson's yard. <laughs> or um, when they're in uh, Altoona. Yeah. <laughs> Alpina. Alpina. <laughs> Mash had some good Christmas episodes. More than they were actually over there. Yeah. <laughs> over there three years, and they had what? Yeah, well, the three Christmas episodes, but I doubt if they were there for all three of them. Yeah. Because it was 50 to 53, so they'd had three Christmases there. Thomas had some real good Christmas episodes. Yeah, we watched some Thomas Christmas episodes last week. We did. Just watched Red Green Christmas. Yep, watched a couple Red Green Christmases. And the best Christmas song ever, Cheesy the Christmas Rat. No. <laughs> yes. Okay, what's your favorite Christmas song then? I don't know, but not that one. What's yours? I always remember singing Silent Night in every Christmas program we did. Probably because it was short. (laughs) I think in the fourth grade I played Dasher the Reindeer. I have a lot of favorite Christmas songs, but I can just sum one up on the Toby Keith classic Christmas album and just (laughs) hand it there. But I also like the original, like the true originals. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Favorite Christmas special you guys like watching? I don't know. Really, don't watch many of them. I don't think. I mean, I haven't seen them in a while until you had me watch them a couple years ago. What's your favorite Christmas special? Charlie Brown. <laughs> Chuck Brown. Frosty's always good. Frosty's good. I like Rudolph. I like the cartoon version of The Grinch. I don't like the two new movies they've had. Yeah. And that I just don't like Jim Carrey. (laughs) (laughs) I hope he did direct that, though. He did. Or Richie. Whatever generation you're from. Yeah. (laughs) I go with Hopi. Mm-hmm. Andy Griffith, speaking of, had a real good Christmas episode. But I think that was their only one. Yeah, that's the one CBS did in color a couple years ago that we watched. They always do Lucy's in color, too, around Christmas time. Those were good. Some of your favorite Christmas memories? All of them. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Favorite presents? Hmm. I want to go with all of them. Because <laughs> that's pretty much, I'm a thought that counts and I appreciate it no matter what type of person. Mm-hmm. You kind of got to open one of your presents last night. Yeah, because you showed it to me <laughs> and then was like, oh, well, I was going to give you that for Christmas. And so then you just gave it to me anyway. Give you an idea so you can go ahead and play with it. What is it? Um, it's a Thomas track, but what is it like? It's like a lumber yard, lumber company type thing. 
you took it away from me pretty quick, so I didn't get to study it very much. Don't give me that look. What started, what, 25 years ago with one toy Thomas from Big Lots on Goshen Road? Leads to... Most expensive $2.99 I ever spent. <laughs> $3,000 worth of track and buildings later. I felt contribute this past year. I talked about that before. I put Al's kids through college. Yeah. And we're looking at our Christmas tree that's decked out in every ornament we like. Okay, well, yeah, there's some, there's this one behind me, too, with all the miniatures. Yeah, but the lights on it aren't on. You didn't turn that one on. Oh, well, watch this. Yay. For those of you who can't see, we just lit a Christmas tree. Pod- just our tiny one. Our big one's been lit up. Podcast history. So, let me think here. Don't of, hurt yourself. <laughs> of the ornaments we have, which one's your favorite? Oh, goodness. There's a lot. Big one or mini one? Got the Pit Road Star. Yeah. We have, sure we have the Pit Road Star. They did so good, we ended up donating the rest of the charity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can pick between a miniature or a big one or both. Okay. Um, for the big one, my favorite would probably be, like, we have a lot of Polar Express ornaments on there, but our bells are on there from when I bought us tickets for Polar Express for one of our anniversaries. First one. And they gave us the little bells that they gave to the kids. Brandon so can't hear his, my favorite. Though. I can hear mine. He doesn't believe. I do believe. I love the magic of Christmas. So you can hear your bell this year? Yeah. Last year you couldn't hear it. Baloney. (laughs) 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 I don't know this is a gain up me podcast. (laughs) So what's your favorite big ornament? Oh. This one's going to catch you off guard. But I like the... Hershey's cookbook. Yeah. We got it from Vintage Treasure. And it's... We're assuming it's a gift from a husband to a wife or even a little kid mm-hmm. to a mother. It's got all these... Like, you can look through it. It's got the recipes in it. And then in the front, it says... What's it say? From Wade, 1988, I think. So, Wade, if you're listening. So... Maybe we could try to make hot chocolate sometime from Hershey's bars. And we have a bunch. We have some there and some in the room. Yep. How bad could it be? Yeah. It's hot and it's chocolate. Exactly. <laughs> Do you have a favorite ornament that you you see or ever had? or? I don't know. I like snow roni on our tree at home. Yeah. That that one's a story of one night. Yeah. We, well, we found him at an outdoor show and painted a face on him. Yeah, because it was our good luck charm. Found it when we yeah. did uh, the tractor show. Whenever my dad wasn't at the shows, we just took him. Then you needed what a school project. It was an ornament made from nature. Yeah. So I painted it, and that was the one day that year that it snowed, <laughs> yeah. like a surprise four-inch snowstorm. I'm driving down to pick you up at school. You got an A on it. I did. Now he hangs on the tree every year. 
Yeah, because we retired him from shows because he was like our good luck charm. Yeah. Then we had a, spread, a stretch yeah. where nothing worked, <laughs> so we put him on the mantle and then painted him up. You screwed up gluing on the scarf. But I still regret that one. <laughs> neither here nor there. I did it a wrap around where it needed to be. <laughs> That's okay. He still looks fine. He hadn't froze to death yet. No. <laughs> We had to present to the class, and I was a good boy, and didn't say, I got wood. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see myself to the principal's office. <laughs> We're loaded with class. Yeah. Is there a favorite Christmas treat or anything you guys like? Mm. I mean, we have a variety of candy canes I we got to try. And last night was Airheads. <laughs> Granny sugar cookies are always top of the list. Mm -hmm. Tuesday, we're making oatmeal cookies. We are. Oatmeal peanut butter chip cookies. Yeah. And pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Free pizza. Thank you, Hut Rewards. Yep. We never watched Christmas in the Clouds. It's on the list here. Well, I tried to make it to where she could pick movies and I only put on a list because uh, Graham Greene's in it. Oh. See, if somebody from One Tree Hill would have been in it, you'd have got to watch it. <laughs> like the last two movies we watched last night? <laughs> <laughs> now, who was from One Tree Hill in the first one? Um, The first one we watched was Naughty or Nice, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, the blonde girl. Oh. She plays, it's Hillary Burton, she plays Peyton in One oh. Tree Hill. In the second one? The main girl, um, Bethany Joy Lentz. She plays Haley in One Tree Hill. As soon as we finish Gilmore Girls, we can start One Tree Hill. Good. It's about time you finally watch it. You've been telling me for three years that you'll watch it. <laughs> I've been telling you for about five years. That's true. <laughs> now you have to sit through it twice. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. You've seen the run-through of MASH with me a couple times. Exactly. <laughs> hey, when we finish Nash Bridges, we'll start the Dukes of Hazard. Okay. That's a good Christmas episode. They do. Even Roscoe and Boss come over for Christmas. Yep. And you get to see past season two <laughs> of the Dukes of Hazard? Yeah, somewhere in there. Two or three. Um, I, I we just won't talk about the Alien episode. <laughs> it never happened. Or, or the stunts. That they Even the... Even Larry Frank says, nope, that never happened. Yeah. Super fan, Larry Franks. Your favorite Christmas story? That Christmas book? Because, I mean, in front of us is A Baby's Christmas Eve that was uh, wrote by Jamie Farr. That we're going to let the teacher read. Uh-uh, you get to read I might want to explain that in MASH, what, season seven or six? Six. Yeah, because it was the... Because season seven, because that's when Margaret wanted to go see Donald. Yeah, season six, it was the, where that prankster was there. Yeah. I don't like the storyline, but you get Habibi, Clingers, Camel, a two-humper. Led to a bunch of good ended lines. Up, he ended up getting a section eight, though. <laughs> And so Jamie Farr and his wife wrote a children's Christmas book. 
that you got me for Christmas. Your grandma got it for My you. My grandma. She just didn't know what to get you to finish it off, and so we found that. JamieFar.com, if you're interested. Can't spoil it, but I can't wait for Granny to get her gift this year that we all chipped in on. Yep. It's got a little asterisk beside it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not our fault. Nope. So you want to read it? No, you're going to read it. So we're a lot of people read The Night Before Christmas or The Polar Express or whatever other Christmas book you like, but we're going to introduce you to Habibi's Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve day in the Holy Land. In the countryside not far from the city is a home carved out of a limestone cave. Inside this cave house lives a camel family, Father Camel, Habibi, Mother, oh, Habibi. Habibi. Mother Camel Habibi. And their baby, Habibi. Mother Habibi, Habibi, is in the kitchen baking Christmas, is baking Christmas date cookies in a big brick oven. The cookie smell drifts through the house. Take over. With their noses in the air, Habibi and his three friends, Adeb and the... Adeb the goat, Rebecca the lamb, and Allie the horse delight in the smell. Boy, something smells good, says Allie. Yeah, agrees Rebecca. I'm hungry, says Adeb. Mama calls Habibi. Are the cookies ready? Soon, Habibi, she says. While they are cooling, why don't you help your father with the Christmas tree lights? No, no, I'm fine, says Habibi. I don't need any help, but... You children should keep warm by the fireplace because as the sun sets, it gets cold in the desert. If we do, says Habibi, will you tell us a Christmas story? One with a camel? Yes, says Adeb. And with a goat? And a horse, says Allie. And a lamb, too, says Rebecca. Very well, children. My turn. (laughs) <laughs> many, many years ago began Habibi, three men named Balthazar, Mel Chawar, and Casper were told to go on a secret journey. They were told they would be guided by a bright star in the east. Some of you may have heard this story already. On the first day, they traveled on horseback. They had to travel at night so the star could guide them. When a great sandstorm blew along, the three men exchanged their horses for camels. Camels can close their nostrils to protect their breathing against flying sand, and their eyes are guarded by their extra-long eyelashes. Kind of like a woman. (laughs) As the sandstorm swirled, the camels formed a circle to protect the men. The sandstorm lasted for hours. At the last... The storm st- at last, the storm stopped. The men were thirsty. They needed water. Because camels have three pouches in their stomachs to store water, they were not thirsty. Using their special camel talent for smelling out water holes in the desert, they led the three men to an oasis of water. After refreshing themselves, the men and the camels <coughs> continued on their secret journey. Using the bright star in the east and other stars for direction, they finally arrived at the end of their journey. 
It was a manger in Bethlehem, a manger with the baby Jesus. And by now you must have guessed that Balthazar, Melchior, and Casper were the three wise men bringing gifts of two kinds of incense, frankincense and myrrh, and the precious metal gold. What you do not know is that the three camels who safely brought the three wise men to the manger of baby Jesus were your great-great-great-grandfather, Hubbubba, and your great-great-great-grandmother, Hubbubba-Biba, and your great-great-great-uncle, Habibi-Baba. Thank you, the forest, for those. <laughs> and hanging on the wall are the paintings of these relatives who delivered the three wise men to Bethlehem, finished Habibi. At that moment, Mother Habiba entered with the cookie tray. Children, the cookies are cool and ready to eat. Yes, says Father Habibi, and the tree is all decorated and ready to enjoy. Merry Christmas. Yay! Gotta love uh, the Lebanese. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that might cover it. Just about. I think so. We'll wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And we have something special for next for next month's podcast that we're still in the works, so we can't really tease it just yet. Until then, have a happy holidays. Bye. Merry Christmas. <laughs>